am a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me and let's talk. Welcome to another episode of Memoir of a Niger Girl. My name is Helen. On today's episode, I have Lance. Lance, how are you? I'm alright. I'm alive. You're alive? Mm-hmm. I guess that's very important. So, um, Lance, you really are in a better position to introduce yourself. Who is Lance? Alright, um, Lance is, um, Lance is Lance. I am an educator, mm. I'm a career counselor, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a businessman. Okay. Yeah, I'm literally a business developer. Right. I'm, I'm a lot of things. Okay. Uh, and your education background? Okay, so um, far, as far back as um, 2012, I had my, my first degree. I studied um, counseling. And psychology from the University of Illinois, and then um, 20, 2014, uh, say 14, 15, I had my master's degree. I studied counseling and psychology mm. from the University of Illinois. That's good. And um, 2018, uh, 17, I started my PhD in, um, in educational foundations and counseling wow. at um, Unilag. So currently, I'm on my third year. Yeah, I should finish next year. I should be a doctor next year. Wow, those, that's a lot of degrees. Well, if you call it a lot, well, maybe it is. You, you want to go more? Well, uh, no, there's quite a lot more to talk about. I have quite some um, interesting professional subscriptions. Um, but I don't think we want to talk about all that. I don't think they are. take a lot of time. Yeah. Having all these degrees and knowing how the hen- unemployment rate in Nigeria is, which is 27.1% as we speak, what kept you going? Well, passion, number one, passion. And um, when I say passion, I mean uh, I, I literally looked at uh, what's happening in the country. I found out that you cannot have a first degree and compete with the other guys that are actually doing well out there. Mm-hmm. Well, my thoughts do. So I, I decided to to add up to what I had, which okay. got me to do the master stuff. And then after a while, I figured I can always, you know, school more and, you know, gain maybe one or two more degrees and then um, still be relevant out there. So I decided to go for a PhD. So after the PhD, I'll still go for the post-doctorate. Oh, wow. So, um, that I'll do, but it's it's not it's, it's just the passion. It's not because of unemployment. It's not because of um, ni- the Nigerian factor. Okay. Yeah, people say Yoruba guys like to read books. It's not because of that. I might be a Yoruba guy. I'm, I'm sure there are quite a number of others that are not um, as as learned as I am. But it is what it is. So um, judging that education in Nigeria is not so cheap, yeah. How did you manage to? work yourself around it well talking of the financial part <laughs> we all know that at some point your parents have to do a lot mm. in getting you you know schooled in this part of the world 
But when you when we got to the the the, the, the advanced level, the right. masters level, started to do some stuff, you know, started to do some literally two side gigs, some businesses to keep yourself going Good. while you pay your fees. And then uh, for the PhD level, I had already started working, so I could, you know, take care of myself financially. That's good. Um, Afro pop singer Simi talked about graduate doing something different from their degrees. How come? How, how come you're not practicing um, psychology? Well, I think um, if you if you do the maths, if you if you if you check the statistics of people that are practicing what they studied, you find out that uh, it's quite um, it's quite funny. Mm. Because uh, a lot of a lot of graduates in Nigeria are not even. You see a certain files who has a a, yeah, a, 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 degree, in a law. degree in law, and you know the, the 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 father is also a barrister and all of that, and and is over there singing, making waves. So you don't really have to practice what you study. A lot of people just study, mm -hmm. and then they're not practicing. It's mm -hmm. not a big deal, as long as you do what makes you happy and you make ends meet. So for me, I, I, I found I found I found love in in doing business. Right. Yeah, in talking to people. So I, I saw that marketing was that thing that could get me a space, a relevant space out there. So and I went for it. So I don't want to talk about my experience right. out there, except if you ask anyway. So um, so I started off doing that, and over time I've done well for myself. So. But I still kept on studying um, in the capacity that I started because I know at some point I need to make room for myself. Okay. You know, I could decide at maybe at 50 years that I wanted to lecture. Okay. Already I would have had a PhD, postdoctorate, I would have had everything. So then I would not need to bother about whether I want to go and look for a job anymore. I'll just go and get an ad hoc uh, lecturing position. And How easy fine. or uneasy was it for you to? take yourself out of that um, that psychology um, degree into a marketing, uh, marketing space. Okay, so this is the thing. Uh, um, there's, there's a bit of an interwoven sequence, if you look at it critically. The psychology tells you to to study people right. and their behaviors, yeah. right? And then marketing, it deals with actually understanding people, people understand, right. understanding the product, and then, uh, you know, closing deals. So. It, it was good for me like I actually you know did the right thing and then up to now I I, 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 I I psychoanalyze people a lot I could look at you and tell what you need I could look at you and tell what you would say you know I, I know what to push to you after a while mm. of, of discussing with you so it, it has helped one way or the other we keep moving and um, presently you are a business developer uh, for one of the most, um, the leading um, telecommunication um, companies in Nigeria. Is this your dream job? The real answer mm -hmm. is no. Okay. I don't have a dream job. No, this is the reason why I said I don't have a dream job. I feel it's a bit uh, demeaning to say you have a dream job. Yeah, because there's no limit to what you can do. And to other person, yeah. yeah so you, you cannot say a dream job a dream job is a bit limiting mm. uh, you can see a dream car because after a while the car will be phased out and <laughs> some other new ones will come in then it no longer becomes a dream car you could see a dream house a dream house at some point will no longer be uh you know 
the top, the top, you know, the nice looking house out there anymore. And then some other houses are, you know, better shaped to be called. So I don't have a dream job, but I'm doing what I'm currently doing because I love it. Okay. And I, I used to tell people, if you fire me today, hmm, I'll start a new job next, the following Monday. Oh, wow. So In funny. <laughs> that is a very, very so funny reply. It's, it's funny, but that's the truth. See, even if I don't start it the next Monday, I'll start it the next Do Monday it. after that. Why? Because I, I, I'm not going to just put my CV out there to tell you, ah, I've done this, I've done that, I'm looking for it. No. I will walk up to the company and tell them, You need me. I have done this. I have done that. I think you need me. Right. It's but not that easy, but you see, you, you, you get to a point in your career where it will be easy. Where they will be looking for you. Not, it will not be you looking for them. But you see, there are some people now in, in, at, 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 at the mid-level um, channels of their career mid-level mid parts of their career they don't look for jobs anymore no. jobs look for them so it's 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 rare because a lot of people don't believe it works but it does work i know a lot of i know a guy is a is a is a website designer as at the time i was working with that guy in, in a company he had five offers that he didn't interview for and they were he was at that time, it was earning double of what I was earning as a graphic designer hmm. and web. Uh, sorry, website that designer. designer. So as, after a while, he, he, he thought to himself, "Okay, he has he has worked with Conga, he has worked with Jumia, he has worked, he has worked with all these brands." And then he thought, he thought to himself, "I'm just going to start my own business." What is it that you think um, young graduates are not um, getting right? Because many of them complain that there is no job outside. People are not it, employing them. Okay, so this is it. I, I'm not going to say. This is what they are not getting right, or that's not what they're getting right. So, because the the capacities that people find themselves differs. Right. Yeah, the experience that they've got differs. The situations that they always pull themselves in differs. So, a lot of people are not able to take advantage of situations. No. It's not because of, it's not their fault really, but it's because maybe they don't know what to do. So, this this was this was what I did. I created a WhatsApp group. Um. Two, two, two streams about um, 250 people in each about 500 people so what I do for those guys are mostly fresh graduates I teach them what they need to know about getting a job how to okay. get a job how to write a CV how to I mean attend interviews how best to undo interview questions what to do when you start your new job career advancement right. yeah what to do when you want to switch careers or when you want to switch jobs so it, it's and it's been working if I, I i can say literally boastfully that i've gotten people jobs for around over 100 people jobs what's the fee Is i don't charge fee? anything are you serious uh -huh. okay um so are you going to drop the <laughs> <laughs> because it's very important in the no, country but, 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 where i have had someone who sent me cv i went through it and i had to say you have, why are you writing? Oh, no, no, no. So if, if, if I'm writing your CV, I charge you a, a Not fee. Not writing your CV. But, but, but that's different from people what People don't I'm even doing. know how to write a cover letter as a graduate. And I really think that... Yeah, it's those are the things that they need to learn. They will probably learn it out of school. No, there's no school you get to have that teaches you this kind of stuff. Okay. So when, when you are a graduate, 
there's no limit to what you can do just like i said there's no dream job forget about those things they don't work for me those kind of things don't work so you're a graduate you know at your 300 level that you'll be finishing the next year 400 level mm-hmm. and you know of course that there are basic things that you should learn at that point in time you don't know them what are you supposed to do go for them so i, I see my linkedin account i have over i have over a thousand followers on my linkedin so i see a lot of new graduate post stuff they say stuff like, oh, I'm a 400 level, 4 point something, something CGPA. I'm looking for this. I'm open to this opportunity. And I see, I, I like it. It's not because of their CGPA, but yeah. it's because they've taken the initiative to put themselves out Outside. there. So somebody somewhere will see them, drop a comment, or probably say, okay, can you call me? Can you see me? Can you come to my office? Can you do this? Or say, okay, can you do this? Can you do that? So those things happen. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people just think after 400 level, they go to school, they serve, after serving, they just start sending CVs, brothers, I'm looking for your brother. So you see, there are a lot of things you need to learn from the years that you're transitioning out of school. school. So you need to learn from your 300 level, you should know how to write a CV. Right. From your 300 level, you should know how to write a cover letter. From your 300 level, you should start thinking of what job you want to apply for. Mm. And then, what are the demands of that job? job. Is there a professional certificate? You want to be an HR guy. Mm. What are the things you need to do? You need to get a professional certificate. You need to do probably a CIPM or whatever. You need to start thinking of those things. Just like you're an accountant and you have to wait till you finish your degree before you do your ICANN. You start, I, I laugh at you literally because I know people that have started their ICANN since their 100 level. Mm. And they already chattered before their 400. So what are you looking for? Oof. So that's very, very, that's a very great point right there. How can a young graduate figure out a career path after invest, especially because there is so, th- 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 there is so much um, limited opportunity? Okay, so uh, a contradictory statement, however, is that there are limited opportunities. That's not true. See, Nigeria is big. Nigeria has opportunities. Just like I mentioned earlier, a lot of people are starting their own businesses. That's an opportunity for one other person. Hmm. The fact that you are starting a business is an opportunity for one other person. Because you most likely engage that person yeah. in that business. And that person will earn uh, sorry, an income. So that's an opportunity. So a lot of people have studied their stuff. But a lot of people are not thinking. Right. right. So a lot of people believe that until they have a rich father or a rich mother to, to give them a certain capital to start. No. Or to give them a connection to work and share. And share. I didn't have anybody. Hmm. Nobody told me you needed to hit the road and start sending applications. Nobody. I just went in there. I dived into the pool. So a lot of people are diving. But to what extent can you dive? What are your opportunities that you find on you? A lot of people don't even know how to identify opportunities. Right. Right. So l- let me give you an instance. At some point, I, I was working with um, Wakana as a marketing guy. And after a while, I already had a master's degree. I started thinking to myself, I'm earning 65,000 I have a master's. Hmm. Am, I, am I doing the right thing? You know, I started, but I didn't let that get to me. I was doing the job because I, I was, you know, I was making some little change. And I told all the guys that were there, okay, guys, this work, will, I won't stay long here. But because we're seeing sides, you know, now, side also now, do this one, this one, on 20,000, this one, 30,000, you know, they kept coming on a daily. Hmm. Well, you're doing a, a job, <laughs> that money kept coming. And those guys are buying cars, so, right. so after a while, 
I started looking for a job. Why you still working? While I was working. So while I was doing that, I got an offer, and I left. So I I I, I kept trailing on that that path of business development from the days I started as a marketer. So the job I took after then also was a BD job. The job I took after then also was a BD job. And then after then, up to now, the hmm. business manager. So at some point, you'll be an executive. At some point, you'll be a manager. So at this point now, I, I'm not going to apply for a job now and apply as an executive anymore. Right. I'll apply as a manager somewhere else where I will earn more than what I'm currently in. So this is the thing. Your career path does not define you. You define your career path. What you want to do is what you know what you want to do. You are the one that will define, determine what you want to do. So it starts from your days in school. You have, I, I believe, schools have counselors. They do. Yeah. So you you, you start to talk to your, your counselor. They they are in a better position to administer psychological tests. They have a lot of there are a lot of. But these things doesn't happen in Nigeria. It does. <laughs> well, not. It does. Unilag, I know, as a counseling unit. University of Learning that I attended as a counseling unit. I know virtually all the schools in this country have counseling unit, but people don't take advantage don't. of it. It's not that it's not there. People don't people don't even believe it works. If you travel out of this country, once you get to a high institution and there's there's an issue with your career or an issue with your program, your study, they advise you to go see a shrink. In fact, you'll be the one to go and see the shrink yourself. Hmm. And the shrinks will get paid because you, you you've come visiting. So People need to start taking advantage of that from their school days. You need to set a path. At some point in 2016, I, I, I was able to to get close to a guy, the designer. And then I, I, I was supposed to do an interview in Lekki. So I, somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody got me that guy's contact. So I went there a day before to avoid traffic and all of that. So when I stay, when I go to that guy's house, I stayed in his room. I slept in his room, and then, do you know that this guy has in his room a board, wow. and on that board, he wrote his plans for that year. He said first quarter, something something millionaire sales, something something millionaire profit, something something million. I was intrigued. You know, second quarter, end of the year. Plan for the following year, if everything on a large board. And I kept staring at this thing. I stared at this thing for hours, thinking, you know, I didn't even know this guy. I wonder if another woman being people are ready to go to any length to do stuff. So I, I engaged this guy the following day. So I talking, I was like, ah, that's you know, I do this, I do that. And he showed me his Instagram page. I saw he made clothes for the band, he made clothes for uh I don't want to mention it, he made clothes for all the stars. So he, he made clothes for all of them. So he just told me, yeah, see, this, was, this is what I do, this is what I do, this is what I do. I have, a, I have an office here. So, so these guys are there using their brain yeah. and they are making a lot out of it. You don't need to, 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 to tell yourself you need to do hush puppy kind of thing before you make money. <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> you know, but, 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 but the, the high point of everything is that there's no limit to what you can do. Absolutely no limit. Your career does not define you. You define your, your career. career. Okay. Mentorship, is it important that one find an, an ideal mentor? Yes, very, very important. Do you have a mentor? No, I don't. Okay. Why? But yes, why I do. Oh. But you just said you don't. Huh? Yeah, no, I don't. But yes, I do. Explain okay, that. so this is, this is how I work with um, mentorship. So I regard mentorship as, as um, 
conditional, okay. not mandatory. Right. Why? Because I'm a private person, yet a public person. So I wouldn't like somebody to know everything I'm doing. Hmm. Not because I don't want them to know, but because I feel I have, I'm quite intelligent. I have the capacity to push it to the Thanks. next level myself. So if I'm doing this stuff, if, if I'm producing a microphone, this is my, or selling, I need a mentor in that capacity. Right. That's that's the point. Right. So I don't need a mentor over my life. No. I need a mentor. I'm we're talking so about career so, thing here. Yeah. So so so, true. so this is it. The mentor, I I, I set a limit. I set limits okay. for that kind of a mentor. Mentor is just, I, it's just like I do an understudy. I want to see how you are doing your stuff. Hmm. So after taking stock of what you do, the ideas you put into it, and then other people's ideas, I set up my own stuff. Put it together. Yeah. So. What I'm doing is not is not literally learning from you, but is is taking from you your ideas. Yeah. So I'm I'm taking from you. I'm not learning from you. I'm gonna take that idea off you. I'm gonna predate over your ideas, and then look at that across board for maybe 10, 15 people, and then I sit down and draw up my own business plan, and I thrive. So. I don't think you literally need a mentor, as it sounds, a mentor over your life, over your whatever, but you need somebody to look up to in terms of what you do. You don't need to follow the semi uh, fashion of this life yeah. and then start thinking of what they do, uh, how do they do what they do, no. You already know what Simi is doing. You like what he does. Okay, fine. Do your stuff. If you understand that there's no limit to what you can do, then you will not be portraying Simi as if he's your god. No, you just like his stuff. There's always this person that you like how they do their stuff. Stuff, yeah. So the band will probably tell you he likes how Two Face does his stuff. It doesn't mean he will want to do like Two Face. He will oh. probably just be looking. Okay, how does this guy? Hey, okay, this is how he's doing. Okay, so that's so that's that's how I take mentorship. Mentorship, right? okay. If you meet a young graduate who is confused about finding ESO or on path. Uh, career path, I mean, how will you um, advise that person? Okay, so this is it. I, I don't advise people. I believe that people should be the one to tell themselves what they want to do. Right. So what I do is this. I'm a very practical person. I put to, I put a pen to paper. I put it across board and tell you. Tell me what you want to do. Tell me what you like to do. So give me five, ten things you like to do. And then we'll put it down. And then when we put it down, I start to ask you questions based on each of these 10 things. Of course, I will know which one you can talk more about. One will always be more than the other. Right. Because your interest differs, obviously. So you will still, you, I will be the one to point out, this is the one that you've spoken more about. This is what you would likely do well. Right. I mean, doing. Right? So look at this stuff. Okay, this is the stuff. Okay, what do we do about this stuff? Can you do it? So at some point, you say, ah, this one, you know, it happens. And then at that point, you know, okay, this person probably needs support. Right. And then you bring in the other things, finance, bring in marketing, bring in this and that, how you can help. So package all those things. So I'm not going to advise to tell you, ah, why not do this, why not do that? No. If I, it's wrong because at the end of the day, you might meet people who likes to hear from, from others before they do stuff. And it's not going to help them. It's not right for you to tell the other guy, okay, why not do this? 
Why should I tell you why you should do that when I don't even know what's in your mind? You might not like to do it. So tell me what you like and then we'll discuss about it. And then afterwards, I can I can be able to point out what I think you should do based on what you have what told, you told me. me. So do you think that, uh, because many graduates now, we see them online, you see uh, a chemical engineer, for example, online, someone who read chemical engineering, um, selling things online. What, what do you think is the future of the education, of education in Nigeria? Okay, is, so is there any some sort of um, future? Yeah, the future is what you and I are able to put together on the table. That's the future. The future is not what the government says it is. Nine. The future is what you and I are able to do. See, just like I mentioned, there's no limit. Hmm? The people that started drones, using drones, probably thought about it in their room. Somebody did it, another person now worked on it, and then it became the other day. Somebody thought, okay, why not, let's go to, this, to the moon. And then the other person said, okay, what will get us to the moon? And then they say, okay, this one will get us to the moon, let's fix it. And then they fix it, and another person says, okay, who will we go? Another person says, okay, let's go. And then it becomes the other of the day. Everybody wants to go to the moon. So that's how it is. That's the future. The future is not what is on paper. The future is what you and I sit down to make the future. So graduates are not supposed to come around saying there's nothing for us. There's, not, there's something for you. There's always, there's always something. Yeah. So whatever you call it, it is what it is. It is something. That is the future. Wow. The future is what you sit down to determine. See, you're using this mic. Somebody made it. Somebody is selling it. You find out that yeah, you studied chemical engineering, you studied whatever, and you are still selling and selling. That's the future. Mm. The future is what you are able to do. That's that's the future. In another 10 years from now, majority of the things that are in play now will no longer be in play. Right? Yeah. So whatever is in place then is the future. Right. Wherever you are able to find... Now, during the pandemic, you know, a lot of people made a lot of money because of the pandemic. Right? Why? Some people had seen ahead of time that you would need to get nose marks mm. and then they produce them in, in large quantities before every other person started making nose marks some people had made that money off some people thought of this answer and that you know when when this thing started i thought of it why don't we start selling how do i even make it which chemical do you know after a while answer okay that at that point answer was being sold for maybe fifteen thousand or ten thousand at a co-market before people started thinking, using their, 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 their coconut head that you can put uh, ethanol and uh, water oh. together and turn to sanitizer and then started selling. That's what you now start seeing it everywhere. But before then, those that sold that sanitizer for 10000 had made a hell of money. money. A hell of money. Now, post-COVID. So that's the future. Post-COVID. What's the way forward for young, like young people now, they don't know. Many, many um, companies are laying off their... Um, their staff. What's what next? How do young people? How do fresh graduates? How do they compete in the market? Okay, so this is it. Um, post COVID, we'll find out that a lot of things are going to change. The new normal is going to be the new normal. We are the ones that we adapt. So um, there's no limit, just like I said, to what you can do as a young graduate. This is the best time to start your stuff. Mm. This is the best time you 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 need to tell. Employ employers that damn it, I don't need you. I have my stuff. A lot of us can do stuff that we are not doing because we have this mentality that you must do your eight to five mm. and earn thirty thousand naira, right? 
it's very funny. A lot of people just think that's the order of the, that's the order of life. That's what they should do. But COVID nineteen has exposed us to the fact that people are not using their brains. Mm. And then a lot of people started using their brain, started making a lot of money. People started thinking, okay, so I can actually do e-commerce and make money. Right. Right? And then I've been there working for Ajinomoto company and I've been earning 20,000 salary. I said, so that's it. So a lot of people need to start thinking now that, okay, why don't I just sit back and improve on what I've started doing? Post-COVID, you don't expect mass uh mass uh mass mass jobs or whatever jobs this job 2000 recruitment this one it's not going to happen mm. because a lot of companies are going to uh, they're going to adjust yeah, a lot of them are going to say okay uh, yeah those that have downside will not bring you back on board because of their own financial risk too so that one is there at the end of the day will you will you eat stone no you just have to find ways to make ends meet so it means that you need to look inwardly and figure out what you can do. So, last question, money. maybe. Um, what is the? Is it okay for a graduate to negotiate their salary? Of course, you have to negotiate. <laughs> I, I've I've been in situations where I didn't negotiate and I suffered. <laughs> you see, a lot of companies don't increase salaries. Mm. It's, it's a scam. You say after six months, I will, will confirm your employment and then will increase your salary. It's a lie. It's a scam. In fact, they will deduct your pension and, and, and your tax, they will not remit. But if you miss it from the first stage, you, you miss it throughout, maybe until you leave. And it's going to affect you because it, 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 it could most likely affect your next appointment. Oh. Yeah, because a lot of companies like to know what you earn at your previous workplace, which will determine what they want to pay, pay you. at that point. So take for instance, before I took my current offer, I was I was earning a hundred and ten thousand naira somewhere before the former one, and then I got into negotiation with the owner of that company, and then the guy said, "I'll pay you two hundred thousand naira," and then cut with some commissions. I told the woman, "No, I, I don't do commission business. Why well, you look at me here?" Give me the deliverables. I will do it. If I don't do it, well, fire me. I'll go. And the guy said, "Ah, you have such God." I said, "Madam, ah, maybe I'm the one that is sitting here in front of you. Give me money. Give at the woman I was looking. I said, give me money. I'll do your job. If I don't do your job after six months, fire me." <laughs> the woman said, "I said, I said, I will give you commission. I don't want commission." I told her about it, and then she said, "Okay, I'll pay you two fifty." So I moved from earning 110 to 250,000. So, uh, so then, after I left that offer, it affected the next offer I took because already I had scaled like double of what you find out there. So while I was negotiating for the next offer, I negotiated based on what, what I earned. So it helped me to negotiate, you know, to earn more. So imagine that I took that offer for maybe 170. And then these new guys are saying, okay, let's employ it. And they will ask you, how much are you currently? And you say 170. They say, okay, 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 okay. We'll pay you 210. <laughs> when they know that they have the capacity to pay you 400. But because you were any 170, they will say, okay, let's just ask something for you. So that's it. So you have to negotiate. It's very, very important. You have to negotiate. It's important. Thank you very much for coming, Lance. Uh, so much, so much to learn, so much to 
um, take in. So that is it on today's episode of Memoir of a Niger Girl. My name is Helen. Follow me on social media, helen.love.23. And follow, like, share, and comment. God bless you.